so heavy and sipping on the coffee like it's life support. Yeah. Everybody's lost in their days and they're lost in their life and they're calling it all the daily sacrifice. Hello everyone and welcome to Nickel Park. This is the Couch Guide Safari through the wilderness of life and I am your tour guide and press conference host, Joshua. Thank you for being here. And I am your number one reporter, James Christopher Peck from the New York Daily. And I am... Alfonso Applegate from the Midwest midterm. What a what a lineup. Uh the the pantheon of of reporters. Uh I'm sure you guys are wondering. I'm sure you know why I've called you all here today. I know why. Um as everyone knows, yes. the great legendary Thomas Brady is stepping down from his throne. That's correct. Um yeah, mm-hmm. no longer king of the gridiron. Uh which of course means there's going to be a great um power vacuum in the, in the football world mm, right um and so i'm here to announce my official candidacy for the throne uh of football so okay. i will now open the floor to questions so tom brady's taken off his big football pants how do you expect to fill those bad boys out because i'm looking at you mm-hmm. and i look i've seen his pants how do you plan to fill those right Much smaller. that's a great question actually yeah, so I'm running on a more pizza party and tighter pants platform. Tighter pants platform. Right. So the second half of that you will notice is uh, tighter pants. So uh, as soon as I inherit Thomas's pants, they will immediately go through 10 to 12 cycles in the wash mm-hmm. and dry to shrink those bad boys up as much as possible to get them as snug on my, on my non-existent butt as possible. Right. You're going to wear them. During the hot wash, right? You're just going to stick your lower half in the washing machine. Right. It's going to be a top loader, obviously. So, I'm mm-hmm. just going to spin in circles for a while until until they're washed and will be perfectly contoured to my body. All right. Uh, so, you, you're attempting to overthrow the Prince of Passing. How... Uh, what what previous experience do you have that you believe um, qualifies you mm-hmm. for this position? Yeah, so I have never played a game of football once in my life, which I believe uh, lends will mean that I will be coming into the game with fresh eyes. Sure. Mm. Um, and so I think I'll be I'll be bringing a new vision to football that that has become so stagnant. You know, fans are dropping off right. like flies these days, and and I feel like I'll be able to bring in some fresh ideas. Mm. I like that. Hey, there, it's me, Ringo Starr from the Beatles. Um. How are you gonna put the soccer ball in the net like Tom Brady did? Because that's um, real football. Get a get a, get. Who led him in here? Yeah, can we? Uh, hey, 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 security! Yeah, of course the British guy. Yeah, weird teeth. Uh huh. Okay. Oh dear. Hey, uh, it's me. The reporter's name that I said at the beginning. Does Ringo Starr have bad teeth? I don't know. I also forgot my reporter name. Applegate. It was something Applegate. A Google autofill wants to say Ringo Starr have bad teeth and no money. <laughs> oh no. 
Um, here's a question for you. Um, so say you were to win a Super Bowl. Um, mm-hmm. who, who are you going to kiss after? Because as far as I'm mm-hmm. aware, you don't have a son. Who, who are you going to open mouth make out with? Mm-hmm. Smooch. Yeah, I think I'll just have to call down Eden and just kind of like, I, I don't know, her belly button, I guess, because that's the closest thing to a child that I have at this point. Eden, is this is this a is this a nephew or a niece or something? No, that's that's my wife, Eden. So it's a wife you're gonna kiss, right? On on the belly though, because that's the closest I can get to kissing mm-hmm. a child. Brave call. I would never kiss. I would never kiss my wife on the mouth. Oh, that's lips are reserved only for children. That's correct. <laughs> so, uh, hey, yeah, uh, Steve, Steveman. Steve's basement football news. Uh, I th- always thought so. Tom Brady's retiring, of course, and thus he's vacating all titles he has. So I thought that the next football overlord would, of course, inherit all of his women and horses and armor. How are you gonna handle that? Um, because that you're gonna have at least two wives. Mm-hmm. And will inherit numerous children who all will want to be kissed. I'm gonna uh, take them all to Disney World. That's what, you, right? That's what you say. It's a good Is answer. The Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm yeah. taking them all to Disney World, and I will be wearing all my suits of armor. All right. Um, this is uh James Jameson from the Jimbo Johnson biweekly. Um. Let's say you see nickel coverage, okay? And of course, you're on a drop mm-hmm. two from center, and you have the the pocket has, let's say, collapsed. All right, and you're on a rollout left, and you have only a slant wide receiver two and a running back one at your disposal. Where are you going with that? What? Yeah. What's that? Yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, great question, but I'm sorry that's uh, that's all the time we have for today. Uh-huh. Um, you can you can tweet all your questions to me personally at uh, at Jfoot for Football King 2022, and I'll I'll definitely definitely answer those personally, definitely myself. Uh, uh, so yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Wait, is there more? Is there more on football? No, that was all on football. I was just gonna try and segue yeah out of it. Segue away from football as quickly as possible because we, although it, it sounds like Luke knows a lot about football. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that I do. I was varsity quarterback for six years. Started in seventh grade. Recruited me for varsity. That adds up. Yep. Through many a TD. Uh, what a. A lot of rushing yards as well. Mm-hmm. Big, big stats. Big stats. I went to so many of your games, you would have thought I'd picked up at least one. One term. One term. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Such as foul or whatnot. I got a question well, about stairs. Oh, Luke yeah, also I has a question. I a question that's after Ben's, so let's start with stairs. <laughs> I think I can solve this one quickly. I'm fairly confident. <laughs> yeah. If if you're going to say 
Do you do you, or do you climb stairs? Do you or do you walk upstairs? You. Mm. So colloquially, you climb stairs. Realistically, right. you walk upstairs. Right. Oh, see, I was gonna. When you say colloquially, you mean like the proper usage, or you mean we typically say? Because I was gonna say I I say I'm a walk upstairs, but I believe the proper verb would be climb. Mm. Is that not what I said? Intention. I meant colloquially climb, realistically walk. Did I not say people that? say climb? Like I had to climb ten flights of stairs to get here. Right. They don't say I had to walk. Well, some people do say I had to walk up. That's why I was asking. Right. I, I'm saying I walk unless it's more than like two flights. That's I say a climb. climb. Right. I think it's climb depending on, right, like Josh said, how many flights and how hard it was. Like if you're carrying a box, it's even one flight is like I had to climb up all those stairs to get here and I'm holding this huge box. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to say I'm going to walk upstairs... Walk up some stairs. Realistically, though, apart from being a child, I've rarely climbed stairs. Right. In the, and in my the... definition of climbing is using both hands and feet. Mm-hmm. Right. In a in a golem like ascent. You ever gone down the steps in a golem like ascent? Never Tried once. I don't think ends ends poorly. It's tough. Yeah. Does that answer your question, Ben? Yeah, kind of. I just like I, I want to know. I want to know if there's like a graduating system because there's the, the you guys know what a stairmaster is, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like if I go to the gym and I use the stairmaster, at some point, will I master stairs? Mm. I'll be honest. I think I've mastered them. Do have you? Mm. Almost every set I come across, I'm able to summit. It's been a minute since I have encountered a staircase that I could not conquer. You haven't been bested by a staircase it's in a while. Not that I can remember even. But you don't say mm. I'm going to master I just mastered 7 flights of stairs to get here. Mm-mm, that's why I, I want to know like it. can can you can you can you graduate to be able to use the term master? I am a stairmaster and I and I don't walk up or climb upstairs. I'm I master all the stairs. I feel like in order to say you have mastered all stairs, you should be able to climb as many stairs as humanly possible and not grow weary. As many stairs as there are. Right. You should be able to climb all the stairs and and never tire. You know who's not a stairmaster? Who's been who's been handedly handedly beat by a by a stack of stairs? Are you gonna say Tim Byron? Yeah, I was gonna say Tim Byron. <laughs> He is the stair slave. <laughs> He's gone to battle against stairs. <laughs> Lost. I think introducing the term master in a stair master is, is asking for, is like opening the door to other verbs being used like slave to stairs. Mm. Mm, yeah. So, or like you've been mastered by the stairs. Like if you quit the stairmaster, have the stairs mastered you? In a sense. So, uh, it turns out Neeson Mountain is home to the largest staircase in the world. Okay. What country? 
somewhere. How many frequent flyer miles am I going to have to use to get there to test my 11, mastery? 11,600 stairs. Holy and moly. That, if you're curious, is three times as many as the Burj Khalifa, which is the largest Whoa. building. So it's very tall. A lot of stairs. So I think if you can climb that, Stairmaster. There's no stairs on the planet that you cannot master if you climb that. Hmm. How how many steps do you think there are on that staircase at Red River Gorge? Because that's, to my mind, the hardest staircase I've ever had to climb. The one to Courthouse? The, yeah. Yeah. It's probably 12,000. I don't think the record is complete. I think they're wrong. <laughs> and it's probably more there. Yeah, yeah you're right. Because, so. boy, do my little legs hurt a little bit after. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. All right. That was it. I just want to talk about stairs for a bit. All right. I'm wondering if I should say mine or or, or if we should move on. Yeah, do it. So, I don't want to get specific, but mm. have, have you guys ever had the experience where someone just blatantly lies to you and you, and you know it's a lie? Like, you know mid-story this isn't true. But mm-hmm. yes. not comfortable enough with the person to just straight up tell them that. Like, if it was one of y'all, mm-hmm. I'd be like, no, you're lying. <laughs> but right. it's a situation where you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Ca- caveat. Maybe. I, I, or where you don't feel comfortable doing that. What do you do? I've had this happen. Caveat being, I have not had this happen since, like, middle school. Okay, so I'll... Like, it was typically child-on-child child lying. One kid trying to boost their stats, and I know, of course, that they're lying. Mm-hmm. I'll double caveat that. This happens to me at minimum once a month. Wow. And you're an adult. If this is not a child doing this to this you? This is not a child. Okay. This is an elder of mine. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, maybe... Uh, could you, like, f- ask for details? Because I feel like that's where maybe it'll fall apart. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you were fighting 10 Barracuda. Interesting. So how long were the Barracuda or um, I don't know, what type of goggles were you using? Right. But I mean, what if they come up? Because I've done like, I guess, a, a minor version of that. And if I say how many Barracuda, you know, they're going to say six. And I'm going to be like, oh, well. <laughs> I mean, it's still a lie, but that's an answer that is feasible, right? Mm. Does it? Does this person? Is this? Does this person tell these things just to you, or is this? Does he tell them to other people? It's frequently just to me. Mm. So he just likes. He just thinks he can lie to you. He thinks you're a gullible person. They think they can lie to you. Quite possibly. Maybe that's it. Maybe I just give off a gullible persona. Yeah. Maybe you're the only one who listened to them. Could you tell all uh could you tell all this is this happens I'm assuming this happens this happened at your workplace. Who knows? Uh if it did, really anywhere. I could you tell all the other people 
at whatever like obviously this is someone you see frequently could you tell all the other people that you also see that see them the story so that every single time it gets around and someone else is gonna say no that's crazy that's a lie Ah, okay wait so you're saying i Mm. take their side and i'm saying you you act maybe maybe lean into the gullibility and act Mm. like you believe the story and then and then the, someone else will say, no, that's crazy. Right. And then you tell the original person, like, hey, I talked yeah. to- Felicity uh, at HR. Yeah, Felicity. And she said, that was crazy. That couldn't possibly happen. You got to you gotta go, you know, tell it to her straight. Tell her how you did fight those six Barracuda. Yeah. And then if they have, like, a certain level of, like, confidence in you, they'll be like, ah- Nah, I was just joking, because they don't want to have to tell that story again, because what if they get some okay. of the details wrong? Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Could you could you use this as an opportunity to, to make up some of your own cool stories? Mm-hmm. This guy mm-hmm. says he fought six Barracuda, and you're like, yo, I fought seven one time. Yeah, you're not going to believe this. Yeah. But one time a gang of seven... Rolled up. I also was swimming naked out in Bermuda in uncontested waters and was attacked by seven barracudas. And then some sea pirates came and mm-hmm. kidnapped me. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And they taught me how to sword fight. And the one captain guy kept saying, probably going to kill you tomorrow, so sleep well. <laughs> <laughs> and you tell him... Almost word for word, the movie A Princess Bride. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then you see if he picks up on what you're putting down that, hey, maybe he doesn't mm-hmm. believe you. Okay. Oh, that's a good point. Have you ever done any minor research to see if his stories line up with any movie plots? No. No, I haven't. So I guess. That's all there is to that, no. But either, all I'm saying, this this human is a liar very consistently or lives the craziest day-to-day life that there's ever been <laughs> on the planet. Like, you know yeah, those, is it like, just like, once a year stories where you get, like, mm-hmm. listen to this crazy thing I witnessed at Walmart or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's one of those frequently. Yeah, like twice it, a does week. it line, line line up with any like news articles? Mm-mm. I think you need to start <laughs> scouring the news. Yes, no. <laughs> One time I looked it up, <laughs> and of course didn't find it. But that isn't conclusive that it didn't happen. But it was conclusive that it might not have. Hmm. I like to go into someone else and telling the story and see if they call it out. Does it ever happen where there's a third person nearby that you could rope in? Like, on the spot, like, this person comes to you, starts to tell you their story, and and you say, hey, Felicity from HR, you got to hear this story. It's crazy. Yeah, so one singular time has this happened. Um, and because normally the crowd nearby the story, as well as me, mm-hmm. is also afraid to just call out a straight-up liar. Uh, but one time... Mm-hmm. 
a, a brazen man was nearby and had no qualms about saying, you're lying. And he said that, and uh, the person telling the story uh, stuck to their guns. And it wow. was it was a tough scene to behold because it was clearly a lie, but they would not give it up. Wow, that, that makes me sweat just thinking about being it in was, that situation. It was tense. <laughs> it was tense. What's the? There's a movie out there with Paul Rudd and and uh, Michael from The Office. That guy. What's his name? Anchorman. Steve Carell. Yeah, Steve Carell. Uh, it's not Anchorman. It's oh, Dinner for Schmucks. Dinner for Schmucks. I you, love that movie. <laughs> could you create your own Dinner for Schmucks esque scenario <laughs> where you say that story's crazy? You've got to tell this to my yeah, you friends. Gotta, you got to come to dinner, and then he comes to dinner come with on you. The podcast. And then <laughs> come on the podcast, and we each have our own yeah. guest. Uh, and it's like some friends of ours who are pretending, but they get on and clearly lie and try to outdo this guy's stories. Yeah. Pretty good. And then he's like, whoa, these other guys are crazy. And the stories they're telling are clearly lies like mine. Maybe I need to tone it down. I like this. I think, I think you've got to do a full blown dinner though. Like it can't just be the pod guy. It's got to be like. Like, very clear that there are your friends and then the other people that they've invited who are liars. Okay. A real sting operation. Um, And maybe you can come up with an acronym. It's like DFL, like Dinner for Liars, but you never say that. Right. Hey, you want to come to my DFL group? Right. We're hanging out next Wednesday at Chili's. Yeah. What's it stand for? Well, the D is for dinner and the F is for. <laughs> I like that. I, I like it as well. Sh- schmuck em, as it were. Yeah, schmuck yeah, em. That'd schmuck be big em. on TikTok. You could do a whole TikTok journey of you schmucking this guy or girl. <laughs> don't, but don't, do not ever say those words. Boy, I sure could use some money, huh? Hello, folks. Welcome to the ad booth. We're going to roll through some ads real quick. As you all know, we like to go big and then go home. So first off, we are sponsored by the biggest of them all. It is DJ Diesel, a.k.a. Shaquille O'Neal, the premier recording artist of 2022. Dang. Let's go. How do we pull that? Uh, I mean, you know, Shaq's always looking for little young artists to support. Sure. And yeah. I it may do some some DJing on the side. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. No further questions. Yeah. And he might have picked up on one of my songs called Mosh Pit 2, Return of the Mosh. Mm. Which was a remix of one of his infamous songs, Mosh Pit. Okay. Anyway, so, we're sponsored by DJ Diesel. He's out there. He's trying to, of course, get big enough to put on his own show. Trying to be the next Marshmallow. 
He ought to be big enough. He's fit. So, so that's, yeah, that's the deal, right? Physically, more than big enough. Right. Mm-hmm. But he's trying to get his brand out there. Oh, okay. He just recently did a song, his latest song, with, uh, you guys know Steve Aoki? Of course you know Steve Aoki. Of course. Yeah. Who doesn't know Steve? That crazy guy. Legend. Crazy crazy EDM artist. So that's cool. I don't know where to go with this. What's uh and he's wants you to give him money. So Yeah, I've been following yeah. his career for a while. It's pretty sweet. Um I pulled up some of his lyrics from one of my favorite songs of his. Um it's Sausalito Summer Night. I don't mm. know if you're familiar with that jam. Of course. Um, but there's a there's a line that goes, I'll have a burger and a root beer. You feed the heap some of the grape. A shot of premium to boot deer. We'll get across the golden gate. Mm. That's uh that spoke to me as a Bars. California kid myself. Yeah. yeah. Um also can we just talk about um so every good uh rapper, DJ, artist, they gotta have the bling, the ice. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Shaquille O'Neal's ice when he's all when he's all fitted out? It's incredible. Maybe his his chains alone weigh upwards of seventy three pounds. Um, his wristwatch is the size of an average human's belt. Um, he he just goes and buys a belt from a jewelry store and and turns it into a watch. Um, absolutely insane. Uh, it's it's like it's like Fort Knox walking around on a person when when he's DJing. I love that. I actually did have the pleasure of going to one of his shows one time, and um, apart from all like the hype music, and of course that's like what you're gonna expect. But he um, he had like what normally I guess would have been confetti cannons. He had cannons that shot out all of the the glass from the backboards that he's broken over mm, his career. Mm-hmm. What? And it just, it was beautiful. Like it shot into the air and it was like this crystally glowing effect as it rained down. Um, and that's, that's actually where the beauty ended because a lot of glass fell on human people and mm-hmm. like eyes and mouths were open. It was a whole lawsuit, but, that moment when it was shimmering in the sky, incredibly cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I went to a show, well, really a festival uh, sure. that he was present at, and uh, I did I did see him in his favorite place, his natural habitat, the mosh pit. Mm. Oh, nice. And it was a sight to behold. I was, uh, I was in the act of tr- attempting to enter the mosh pit. Uh, and I did kind of a look up and a double take, uh, cause when I was walking up to the mosh pit, a bunch of people were moshing in it. And then as I went to go in, all of them were dead mm. and I was like, what happened? And then I saw, of course, Shaq, his favorite song yep. had come on and he had accidentally slain everyone by sure. moshing pretty hard. Inadvertently elbowed a few people. He, yeah, and his elbows are head height mm-hmm, for right. most people. So when he really gets those things swinging around, um, a lot of lot of boo boos out there. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of injuries. I mean, at festivals, yeah. a lot of times you're going to see, like, you know, people on people's shoulders trying to get, like, a height advantage going on, see over the crowd. So, when I saw him, there was a lot of that going on, but then still yet above the people on shoulders was Shaq's head. Shaq's gleaming bald head in the middle of the crowd, unmistakably moshing harder than anyone around. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like a festival lighthouse. Yeah. It was a real beacon of joy. Be- of beware. Mm-hmm. Stay out of this mosh pit. That as well. Unless yeah. your head is above Shaq's elbows. Right. Or well below it. Or right. Well, well, well below. I take issue with uh, Spotify's translation of DJ Diesel's sh- song Mosh Pit. Uh, I think it's kind of like a speech to text sort of uh, lyrics. Um, because, uh, of course, it starts, the rules are, there are no rules. You want to push me? And Spotify goes a little uh, a little weird here and, and says, by my guess. By my by, guess. By my, by my guess. B-U-Y? B-U-Y. My guess. Mm. Purchase my guess. Yeah. Uh, not, not, not by, uh, no, like, by, no, like. That near like, my guess. Yeah. Close to my guess. Or with with my guess's permission. Mm-hmm. Uh you wanna sho- you want to shove me around by my guess. Uh, you think you can knock me down, huh? You think you can knock me around. That's all right. Nope. I never I've never thought that, Mr. O'Neill. I'm coming in the mosh pit. I'm coming to the mosh pit. I'm giving you permission, but beware. Ha ha ha, the diesel, it's coming. You little B word, you push come the shove. It's you push come the shove. Now I've heard the song. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he says, "Be my guest, not by my guess." Right, much oh more uh, that, Beauty that, and the yeah. Beast esque. Right, mm-hmm. and the the diesel is coming, not it's coming. And then it's definitely when push come comes to shove, not you push come the shove. <laughs> Spotify might have got that one a little wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm thinking there was some automation involved because the average human yeah. would be able to decipher that. Right. Yeah, parse that one out. I love his line though: "When when push comes to shove, take a shack in the mosh pit." Because if you can take a shack in the mosh pit, you're gonna win. You win the mosh pit. Congrats! You're now the president. Yeah. Are you suggesting? Joe Biden could take Shaquille O'Neal in a mosh pit. I'm suggesting that he has. I was thinking uh, not like not like take a not like try to take Shaq. Not in the sense that you're fighting Shaq. I mean like you bring Shaq in. Mm. You bring I, I look, I've brought my Shaq to the mosh pit. Does anyone else have a Shaq? I don't think so. Ah. I mm. win. Kinda this is my Shaq. First serve. You pushed I thought about shoving, but then I just decided I would bring Shaq in here. By my guest. Yeah, this, so go this ahead. This is my guest. My guest is Shaquille O'Neal. By you my guest. You may notice that I'm nearby him. The The title of the album that Mosh Pit's on is Coming For Your Neck. Oh. Mm. With my elbows. <laughs> With these bows. 
Watch out. <laughs> sure. So, first of all, go listen to all of DJ Diesel's songs. All of his great works. They're on Spotify. Surely on YouTube. Definitely go listen to him. Go ahead and sign up for his newsletter. It's djdiesel.com. Get, you're going to want to know all the latest info on songs that come out and festivals and events. Buy all his merch. He's got great merch. Uh, my favorite is the, the big, the extra large t-shirt. He only sells extra large and up, but that's to be expected. Uh, it does just say coming for your neck on it. And that puts out a good vibe when you're walking around with an oversized t-shirt that says coming for your neck. And yeah, if you use uh, code Nickel Park to either purchase tickets for his next show or buy merch, you get 10% off. Excellent. Uh, well, after we go big, we like to go home. And this week's go home comes from a small city here in Kentucky called Radcliffe. Uh, somewhat nearby Louisville, they, um, there's a new store popping up there called Cheap Guns. Any guesses as to what kind of services they might offer? Nope. Discount firearms. But, did you, I thought that you, did you get the email too? No, I was just taking a wild shot. You got it. Discount firearms is exactly what they are all about. Um, How much would you guys be willing to pay for a gun? Well, it depends on the gun, you know? That's what I'm... Are we talking a Weatherby Mark V? Are we talking a Hawken rifle? You know, what are we talking? There's a lot of options. I exclusively trade uh, in four-wheelers and other guns. Well, then, are you in luck? Because Cheap Guns, uh, not only do they have some of the best discounts on firearms in the state of Kentucky, but they take uh, the common man's trade as well. Mm. Um, Let's say you have... A hunting dog. Sure. A, uh, a, A blue healer. I think that's one. Mm-hmm. Could trade that. Let's say a ninety-four Silverado. Bring that in. Get you get you a shotgun and a sidearm. Okay. Let's let's say I want a fully automatic AK forty seven. How sure. much is that gonna run me in US dollars? Dollars? You're bring you're you're mm-hmm. bringing no property to the table. Let's yeah, just let's say cold hard cash. How cheap can I get it at cheap guns? $101. Excellent. That's of course, and you can of course bargain, right? Yeah, you can heckle as much as you want. Okay. Like let's say you just came off your lunch break and you still got like a four-piece McNug from you know, old Donald's down the street. Might get a couple dollars off that. Okay. okay. If it's even more if he's feeling a little peckish. That's what I'm saying. If you got the if you, if you got the sweet and sour sauce, that could easily be doubled. Are these guns? Do they have the serial number intact? What do you mean? So, so typically, firearms have a serial number yep. engraved on them. Mm-hmm. And personally, I think it ruins the aesthetic. Yes. of the gun. Yep. And so I'm curious if they are present or not. 
No, they actually they used to for a while, but then from a mix of uh, aesthetics enthusiasts and legal trouble, they actually hired someone to remove all of that. Uh, they call okay. him the grinder. James B. Grinder. Yeah. So yeah, you won't have to worry about like any kind of extra numbers or letters on your gun. It's just going to be like, you know, Colt or gun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My favorite kind of gun. Yep. The original. The original gun. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. That sounds ideal for my needs, for my peculiar needs and tastes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this sounds like the kind of place I can really trust and go to if I'm in a pinch. You sure can trust them. And not only can you trust them, but you can believe that they have a discount. And what's their discount? It's Nickel Park. You walk in there, you say Nickel Park when you walk in and uh, spit your tobacco in a spittoon in the corner. And if it makes that just right jingle, then you can get 30% off of your entire purchase or trade. Whoa. And that is Cheap Guns in Radcliffe off Dixie Highway. So 30% off a trade. Does that mean if I bring in my boat, are they going to cut off 70% of it and take it and I get the 30% mm-hmm. left? You might get to keep the motor bit. Oh, yeah, dude. That's a good deal. That's what I'm saying. Are they going to show me into the cool back room where the RPGs are at? You can email Nickel Park with any further questions. Hey folks, welcome to the uh, portion of the podcast where we solve problems unconventionally. Um, This week, I'm bringing a problem to the table. Hold on, sorry guys. Uh, I'm getting breaking news. Sorry guys. There's uh, something popping up. Hold on, one second. Impossible. No way they would do this. Did they though? Oh my gosh, this is crazy. All right, hold on. Let me turn this off because the news is... I've read it fast. Speed read it. Uh, you guys will never believe this. What they've done. What they do. I, do you guys know what one of my favorite drinks in all the world is? Baja Blast. Correct. Baja Blast. They've gone and done it. Do you know what they've done? What are they- they've put booze in the dang yeah. thing. Wait. They've that put, was it? That was the one you were talking put, about? <laughs> they've put booze in the dang Baja Blasts. <laughs> I can't believe I got that right. <laughs> they have taken the greatest soda yeah. that I've mm-hmm. ever had, mm-hmm. and they have put booze in it. Yeah. Are they calling it Baja Blasted? Uh, no, Probably they should. should. That's way better. They're just calling it. Uh, they're calling it Hard Mountain Dew. Ah, boo! So which lame. Mountain Dew Hard would have been even better. Yeah, mm-hmm. much better. Uh, but yes, they are making Hard Mountain Dew now. They originally just had three flavors: original, black cherry, and watermelon. Mm-hmm. Eh, okay, mediocre. But then, boom! Out of nowhere, end of January, they're like, "Hey." 
We're doing Baja Blast. Doing Baja Blast. And that's, I think that's when news started actually covering it because no one cared a lick before. You can put booze in regular Mountain Dew. That's fine. Someone's going to drink it. But you put booze in Mountain Dew Baja Blast? That's a game changer. That is a game changer. Uh, Let me tell you, uh, a significant portion of this country is about to be on a new level. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I cannot wait. It's supposed to come out this month in February. I have not been able to find a statement from the uh the actual company from PepsiCo. Right, well it's Pep it's PepsiCo and also Boston Beer. They're doing a quick collab. Uh, okay. Cuz PepsiCo does not produce alcohol and Boston Beer sure. uh you know produce. knows nothing about Baja Blast. Yeah. So the two have gone together. And like pants on legs. Boy, this is going to be the perfect fit for me. And what my life needs. <laughs> this kid, he's growing up. He's getting crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need this. I'm going to need Hard Mountain Dew to chill me out when he's going buck wild. And when, when, when new baby's got its bottle, Papa's going to need his bottle. Yeah. Uh, question. Do, have, they, have they specified how they're going to prevent children from going up to the Taco Bell vending machine? And getting this for themselves. Well, so that's the thing. It's not currently planned to be sold at Taco Bell. Mm. You can't get boozy, boozy Mountain Dews from Taco Bell yet. Mm. Yet is the yet. important part. That's the dream. The trouble, of course, is I exclusively eat Taco Bell via drive through mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And them handing me a 32-ounce cup. With a straw and a lid. Mm-hmm. And a shot I, glass ballast on I, top. Yeah, I believe counts as open container. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not totally sure. Tough the opening say. is small. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't put the straw in, mm, it's not true. open. Bingo. No, sir. I have not touched the straw. Thus, I cannot have enjoyed this boozy Baja Blast. Oh, you didn't know about bo- Yeah, try some of this, sir. And then what's that? He's on board. Next thing you know, mm-hmm. you and the whole squad are having a having a good time. On the, uh, mm-hmm. And the I bought blues. tacos for everyone. I didn't actually. I bought the 18 pack for me because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gonna eat it all. Right. But plans change. But yeah, when the cops show up, you gotta share your tacos. Hmm. Wow. And your boozy Baja Blast. I'm am looking at the logo. So first of all, cans. One Baja Blast has one of the coolest colors. They look so cool that like teal mm, it's always good the 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 they have chosen uh animals to represent each of these flavors black cherry is a bear which is confusing Eh. is it a black bear at least no it's just it's kind of it's like a white bear with okay. red highlights uh and then the watermelon is of course a naturally a snake sure. with very sharp teeth on a long pink tongue of course regular mountain dew is of course the falcon eagle yes some kind of bird yeah. of prey you weren't far off and the baja blast is of course a, a ninja wolf. falcon mm. again <laughs> it was falcon two times <laughs> Uh, it looks like a wolf. It could be the profile of a bear again. 
Hmm. Tough to say. I don't know. Uh, but it does say on the on the front, zero sugar. And that's going to drop the caloric count hugely. Anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm immediately out. Are uh, you guys, but uh, like, like lots of seltzers have zero sugar. Yeah, and they, that's why they taste bad. That's why after you take a sip, you're like, ooh, nice. But then as you're swallowing it, you're like, ooh, not nice. Hmm. I don't know. The only thing, the only thing non-sugar I like is water, and even that sometimes like right. on, get some flavor and pavement. Thank you. I'm glad someone is saying yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's about time. That sits heavy though. Facts. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm on board with the zero sugar. I I got uh I got dad weight to watch. It gets mm-hmm. tough. Uh, life becomes a little more sedentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, it tends to resemble the life of the child that you then now have, sure. and their life is fairly sedentary for the first yeah. year. Mm, I don't know. Wolf. I saw them bouncing around a lot the other day. That's true. I want an what adult one doing? of those so bad. Yeah. Sounds about right. As I recall, you were sitting on the couch still, and he was actively working out his legs and upper body yeah. as well. He's got, it's got recoil though. I've tried to like bounce with him with just my legs, mm-hmm. my regular legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that is exhausting. Yeah. Grow up. So for us, us, us physically active people don't have to worry about the, like Luke and I, we don't have to worry about the. Yeah. You, uh, Greek gods don't need to worry Correct. about things like yeah. counting your calories from sugar. I would never, never learned how to count. So. <laughs> Anyway, that's the big breaking news story. That is huge. Uh, I'm glad that my alerts for it worked. I actually have alerts specifically for um, just really particular things. One of those things being Baja Blast. You set up a, a separate phone just for notifications. Right? Oh, yeah. That's my news phone. Yeah. Makes sense. Yep. It tells me anytime anything happens with Baja Blast, Willie Nelson, and a couple other things. All right, well, cool. Back to the problem. Right, back to the problem. We were about uh, 20 minutes removed from that. What were you going to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so I just finished the book that I was reading, and now I need a new book to read. Uh, what what should I read? I'm assuming you're asking me. Yeah, I am. Um, what, what book did you just finish? I just finished the Adventure Zone graphic novel. Okay. <laughs> what I would recommend is Shutter Island, the movie, and then followed by never reading ever. <laughs> All right, great. Well, folks, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Nickel Park, the couch guided safari through the wilderness of life. If you'd like, you can reach out to us at nickelparktours at gmail.com or on Instagram at nickel underscore park underscore podcast. Thanks to Sons of Circus for the use of our theme song, and thanks to Jake Byron for the use of our ad song. Until next week, I'm Joshua. I'm Ben. And I'm Luke. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Show me some loving and show me emotion. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Yeah.